Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, well, the Phoenix Suns have sold and Jeannie Buss is by far the least wealthy person in her division. I know what you're all wondering, so I wrote about it. Here are a couple extremely unlikely scenarios under which the Lakers could potentially be sold. Again, extremely unlikely. It's not going to happen. But if it did, here's how it could play out. As soon as reports surfaced that the Phoenix Suns were sold for a daunting $4 billion, it became impossible to stymie speculation of what the Lakers would go for and whether a number exists that would convince Jeannie Buss and her five siblings to consider selling. In all likelihood, the Buss family values the Lakers more than even an open market. But given the direction of the franchise since Dr. Jerry Buss's passing, fans can't help but wonder. To be absolutely clear, and Jeannie has made it abundantly so, the Lakers are unlikely to be put up for sale anytime soon. Current state of things notwithstanding, the six siblings spent an entire multi-part documentary outlining the lengths to which they'll go to make their father proud. Selling the team he built because it got hard doesn't feel like the kind of decision Dr. Buss would look down on with pride. Still, just because it's on all our minds, there are some scenarios that might get them to reconsider. First and foremost, seeing as we've just seen the Clippers sell for $2 billion before the Suns fetched what they did Tuesday, and with the Warriors now reportedly being worth almost double that Suns number, if some multi-billionaire makes an ungodly offer, the Bus family would have to listen. None of Johnny, Jim, Jeannie, Janie, Jesse, or Joey have accumulated enough wealth to disregard an offer that would immediately make them all billionaires, with a B. At the end of the day, money talks. The most direct path to the Lakers being for sale is John and Jim maintaining their sell vote from a few years ago, Janie growing tired of the scrutiny that she's been under since taking over, and convincing Janie to flip her vote. While Jesse and Joey would likely be pretty peeved for never having a chance to run the show, they'd be outvoted. It would also suck for fans to see what seems to be the only competent bus siblings not get a chance. Yeah, that would suck. Anyway, the next scenario is an interesting one and would take time to, conf- to come to fruition. If Rob Palenka continues to run things into the ground and isn't relieved of his duties in the next five years, this season plus the four-year extension, or is let go and gets replaced by yet another one of Jeannie's cronies, then perhaps Jesse and Joey might be done with waiting for a chance they don't think will ever come. If they decide to join John and Jim in voting to sell, the decision would then be out of Jeannie and Janie's hands. Again, to be absolutely clear, there is nothing at all that would indicate any of this is anywhere close to happening. Yes, franchise evaluations continuing to skyrocket will naturally make fans wonder about what could be, especially if they're frustrated by the nepotism and cronyism that has crippled the team they love. But the Lakers represent immense cultural and emotional capital to the Bus family, and while everyone has a price, theirs is likely higher than anyone is willing to pay. I didn't write this because it's easy to kind of ramble on about, but and I, and I make this point often when I talk about this specific topic. Um, I remember when Dr. Buss died, and I remember Magic Johnson standing there at the podium looking down at Jeannie and looking down at Jim and, you know, begging them not to sell, and the entire city standing behind Magic in, in that hope, right? Please don't sell. Please keep this a family thing, right? 
And, you know, I, I, I always think of that moment because, you know, on one hand, who gives a shit, <laughs> right? Like, who cares? It's, it's billionaire to billionaire to 100 millionaire to whoever. Like, it's just some person sitting at the top of the chair, at the top chair. Um, and, and at the end of the day, I think what I care about most is that the Lakers are good, right? They're the team I root for. They're the team I care about. Just make them good. Just run in a way that I respect. Operate in a way that I respect. Um, that said, I do still feel kind of sad when I see the number of people who are sitting there like mentioning Genie Bus on Twitter and saying sell already. You know, when the sun's price goes up and it's $4 billion and there's all kinds of people who immediately jump to like, hey, Genie, look what the Lakers could maybe get. You have to be worth more than the suns, right? You know, like on one hand, I understand where it's coming from. And look, I just wrote about 500 words on the topic. But um, I do I do kind of feel it a, a tinge of, man, I just wanted you guys to get it right. I just wanted you guys to be different from the other nepotism cases and the other the other kids of actually talented people who ruin the things that the talented people build. Like all that's all I wanted. You know, like I it, I like that when people talk about Jeannie Bus, the first thing they say is, you know what, she's decent, man. She seems like a, a, a legitimately good person, a nice person. A genuine person, and um, you know, it's 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 the kind of thing that that you know Harrison and I talk about it very often, whether it's on the air or off of it. I do really, I have always been rooting for Genie to to pull this off. Hell, when they signed LeBron James, I DM'd Genie and said, "Hey, this had to be really cool for you to pull this off," and you know to write the ship in a way that maybe your father saw that you could, you know, that, that, that was, that was a cool moment. It was, it, it led to a championship, her standing on, on that, on that platform and, and holding up that trophy, you know, getting a big hug from LeBron and, and, and winning in the year that we lost Kobe, like that stuff, like that was awesome. That was great. And just like I was rooting for for Magic Johnson when Magic Johnson took over, I had my doubts, but I was still really rooting for Magic. On one hand, because if Magic was good, that meant the Lakers would be good, and in the same way, when if if Genie was good at this, that would mean the Lakers would be good at this. But also, like I wanted Magic to come and and help the Lakers maybe win another championship or two in a way that. You know his health didn't allow didn't allow him to as a player, like that stuff. Like he, I, I've, I am born and bred a Lakers fan. I have cared about this franchise forever. I know I make jokes about like what blogging has has made possible for my family, and that that is really cool. And and you know at the end of the day, it's it you know, this this is a job. You know, and, and in that respect, I do owe it to this job, to be honest, in my analysis of it. But the fan in me, 
the fan who was willing to just talk about the Lakers for basically free for like half of a decade. You know, the fan in me who was willing to, when I had 300 Twitter followers, still tweet its silver screen and roll, just hoping maybe they would hear my my thoughts on this and that other Lakers fans would hear and like my thoughts on this. Not because like I thought that this would be a career. Like 10 years ago, nobody thought this was like a viable career option. Not a single person. Um, but I wanted I want the Lakers to be good with a bus in charge because of how much it meant to Dr. Bus and because of everything that Dr. Bus gave the city of Los Angeles. And yeah, like if if it continues to be clear that none of the bus siblings are up for the task, then yeah, I am going to continue to push for getting different leadership in here that at the very least has resources that compare to the Balmers and the the Lakeubs and the size and and the whoever's of the of the NBA so that the Lakers aren't operating at a disadvantage right from the get because I don't trust them to operate in the margins because they've never had to you know I I am really honestly rooting for Jeannie to figure this out I am really honestly rooting for the Lakers to start bringing in people not because of their attachment to the Lakers or because of the story associated with bringing them to the Lakers. No, I want the Lakers to start hiring the best people around. I want the Lakers to start operating in the margins with like any amount of pride and care. And I want the Lakers to figure this out with this current leadership. But if they don't, and if they do, if if the siblings all do decide to sell, then I'll be rooting for the next owner or governor to step in. Because at the end of the day, all I honestly care about is the Lakers. You know, and Dr. Buss is, you can't separate Dr. Buss from the Lakers. I find his kids, however, pretty easy to separate from them in, in that same regard. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Make sure you check out the conversation I have with Aaron on the topic of the sun selling and what it means for the Lakers and what the Lakers would fetch and all of that. We also discussed Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan apparently coming to a head in Chicago and what that could mean for the Lakers. Um, And then we kind of send everybody off onto the holiday weekend. We have uh, another show coming up a little bit later today maybe a Lakers lounge uh, later tomorrow. But other than that, um, that's probably going to just about do it. But I am going to hear from you guys, or you are going to hear from me at least one more time this, this week. So until then, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.